This is a post-Christian podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to Meet Your Congregation. Um, As always, I am here with uh, Caleb. Caleb. Hello, I am Caleb. Thank you. Jay. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Here we are. And um, today we are talking to uh, a friend, Ray, a congregation member, because this is Meet Your Congregation, if I forgot to plug that. Hello. Hello, Ray. And Ray is from my favorite place in the world, and that's uh, Belfast, Northern Ireland. And I think people from Belfast are always shocked to hear that. I just hope people can understand my accent. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty broad Belfast, It, 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 it is. It's funny. Even when Pete gets back from visiting Belfast, I'm always having to be like, slow down, mate. I'll slow down your yeah, track. Yeah. So every time <laughs> that you talk, it'll be, it'll be slowed down. We'll have an, a person come Ooh, in. We'll, we'll, we'll interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll re-record it uh-huh. with an American. Um, <laughs> Cast somebody else to do it. Yeah. So um, where do we start? So you're from, from Northern Ireland, from Belfast, uh-huh. and... Yeah. Um, you you uh, definitely have been. I mean, you you watch on you watch the services on uh, on Facebook Live, and you always give yep. some good mm-hmm. snappy comebacks. As as you always as, give some really good insights. Yeah, that's the, that's just like the Belfast way. Consistently, that's why I love it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, did you initially come into contact with Revolution via the Rollins connection? Yeah, I've been trying to figure that out. Um, uh-huh. I thought it was through the Rollins connection, um, but the more I think about it, actually, I don't know. Um, it could be I use an app called Podcast Addict, and it could be that I simply searched post-Christian in the app and, and Revolution popped up. I don't know. Um, it feels to me that it was through the, the Rollins connection because of the Rollins connection, and I know Pete Rollins' work. But I'm not too. I'm not sure that that is what happened. You know, I I, I really don't know. How long ago was it that you would have searched uh, post Christian? It would have been November. Okay. Oh, so well then, yeah, it would have. Because once once I took over uh, producing, then it would pop up under post Christian when you oh, search for post Christian. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There there wasn't a whole lot that did pop up, but Revolution mm-hmm. popped up, and uh, I remember it did pop up. I had a I had a look. I listened to this, this, the Sacred Collective too, um, but I had a look through the you know the podcasts, mm-hmm. and the one that stood out was um, the first one I listened to was Jay's podcast on mental health, and you know I've, I've had a few mental health issues myself with depression and anxiety, yeah. so that's why I listened to that straight away, and it was just the honesty in it. Mm-hmm. But little did I know there was, you know, there was a lot in that about uh, Jay's marriage separation, and little did I know that a number of months later I was going to be going through something similar. So oh, I've wow. actually been back and listened to that podcast three or four times because it has wow. helped me with that. And I've actually, off the back of that, I was able to speak to Jay over um, Instagram, and he actually gave me some pretty good advice, which helped me as well. So I, I appreciate that, Jay. Oh, I want to thank you for that. It got, got me through really difficult times. I wasn't in a good place, you know, for a while, but I'm okay now. You know? No, you weren't. And I and the, and the thing is, I've, I've I've been in that place too, man. And that's like for me to not. I mean, I feel like it's like once you go through that, it's like you. It, 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 
almost like AA and AA, they like want you to like re like pay it forward, pay it forward and carry the message, you know, and it does, it just, I mean, it's just, there's no darkness that I can explain. That's like a divorce, you know? I mean, I've lost my mom, I've lost friends, but there's something about that broken marriage and the person still being alive and you being alive. And Mm. it's just, it's, it's a lot of, I had no idea. You know, people, People have talked to me about their divorce before, um, you know, guys and working things, and I just had no idea how much of a hard time they're actually going through until it, it happened yeah. to myself. You know, I don't, I don't think you, you, you don't get it, you know, um, because it's not a death, and you think it can't be that unmanageable. But the enforced separation—it's uh, just, especially when there's, uh, I'm sure it's bad if there aren't children involved, but mm-hmm. especially when there's children involved, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it mm-hmm. that bit harder. I actually moved out of the, the marital home, panicked, thought I can't do this, and I moved everything right back uh, mm. to, <laughs> to my wife's house again and said, I'm not going, you know, and it was another couple of days before I could get my head around it and actually yeah. do what I had to do, you know. It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've been divorced yeah. twice, and the first time there were no kids, and the second time there were kids and I'd say with kids is, is a lot more difficult mm-hmm. just because that's you're connected mm-hmm. forever too you know and so you really yeah. have to somehow right. extinguish yeah. the love yeah the romantic mm-hmm. love for that person mm-hmm. and it's it's um mm-hmm. yeah and you still like can have the obligation to model you know good a uh, good mature relationship with your you try yeah Yeah, you're real with your co-parent and seeing them and then you know you start dating and they start dating and it's a lot more nuance that you have to navigate as a parent you know it's kind of hellish honestly yeah Um, but as jay says you're you're always connected to them because you have to be you know so you have to figure out this new sort of dynamic you know i think we're getting there we're doing all right with that oh good man i'm glad to hear that that. Mm, it's tough i mean it just takes time i feel like it's like you know it's just like you you get to a top everything's good and then something shit happens you know or your kids say something and the one parent misunderstands (laughs) it you know what i mean and then calls you and is like what the hell's going on over there you know and you Mm kind of just have to constantly like just sure even flow ebb and flow with it you know so, yeah. so I, I mean, you pretty much answered the, really the first question is, is really the mental health talk brought you through. And I'd say that was probably one of the rawest talks I've ever given in my life. So yeah, it's still the most listened to episode that we have. Probably because of him. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to it on repeat. That's right. It's right. It was the sheer honesty of it that, you know, that grabbed me, you know, just the, yeah. the right up front, honest nature of it. Uh-huh. Um, and that, that's why I sort of thought I'm going to give this you know, a chance yeah. here, you know, listen to other things. You know, yeah, just, you know, you get kind of tired of the bullshit, you know, yeah. and you just like, I've got mm-hmm. to put this out here mm-hmm. f- for this exact reason, the conversations we've had on Instagram, the conversations we're having here, you know, mm-hmm. just that very reason is like, yeah. the, I'm not the only one going through this. There's half of America is going through yeah. this or half of the world's going through uh-huh. this, you know, and, yeah. um, and that level yeah. of transparency is so refreshing you know yeah and uh well for me it's just what i do so that's the thing is i think for some people it's much harder to do and for me i just feel like it's kind of a natural Mm. way i do my work i think that's what 
like my best friend being Pete, you know, Pete's like all his, his work and his personal life are just like two different things, you know? And, mm. and I think it's always weirds him out that for my work, it's always like mm. everything's intermingled, you know, it's just right. like, this yeah. is how it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I, th- I think you need to give yourself credit there because uh, a lot of times when people aren't, are in a, a leadership position, they think, I cannot be this open and I cannot be this vulnerable right. because I am the leader, you know? So it, it, it takes a, you need to give yourself credit because Thanks, it takes man. a lot, it takes balls to actually go there when you are thank in the you. leadership position, yeah. you know? Thank you. So, mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. That's, that's, yeah. You know, I mean, I honestly, it's like, you know, you just kind of at one point go, fuck it. You know, I, I, I just want to live a different way. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, you got any good questions? Um, so I don't go deep into asking <laughs> Belfast questions. Well, uh, I'm I'm a little bit curious. Um, I so I always pay attention, uh, particularly uh, I'm I would assume significantly more than anybody else to the comments during services during our live Facebook streaming. Um, and I really, really do always uh, enjoy all of your insight and all of your inputs, and I feel like we. It seems like we have a lot of uh, overlap, you and I, in our approach to theology and in uh, the things that we uh, invest importance in, you know, and invest our uh, attention and pay, you know, paying attention to at all. Um, Mm -hmm. So, what I'm just kind of curious what your uh, background was like theologically or even just, uh, you know, as far as your education and kind of what got you to the, the weird, ambiguous, uh, non-theist, uh, space that we find ourselves in. And I will say it does take one to know one. And, and I am absolutely one, uh, <laughs> of, yeah. of these, um, kind of, you know, oddly, and uh, complexly defined uh, identities. So, well, I was uh, actually raised in the Church of the Nazarene, which is okay. an American uh, yeah. church, but in Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, obviously. Um, so, I, I was raised in the Church of the Nazarene, but also had involvement with something you might not have heard of, which is the Free Presbyterian Church, um, which is probably our most the sort of free? fundamentalist. Free Presbyterian. It was uh, if you've heard of Ian Paisley, yeah, I have. One of our major politicians. Yeah. Well, he also um, created the Free Presbyterian Church, which broke away from the Presbyterian Church, and they were very politically minded in terms of being unionists, but they were also they were also very very fundamentalists. And okay. I was also involved in their in their youth groups. Okay. So my background was strictly evangelical. Uh, I don't know what the Church of Nazarene is like in America. But here it is, you know, it is quite, you know, women wear hats and things. Well, at least they did when I was a kid. It's changing a bit. But it was all very sort of uh, legalistic in a sense. Mm. So that's how I was uh, raised. And eventually I went into an organization called the Faith Mission. Um, well, I studied, I studied at their Bible college in, in Edinburgh okay. because I had come to believe that I had a calling to be a, uh, an evangelist. And whilst I was studying there, uh, I got in a, a bit of trouble for something I said in the, in the pulpit <laughs> at one of the, the gatherings. And once I got in trouble, I thought, hold on a minute here. I, 
why am I trying to impress these guys with mm. you when they're treating me like this? I'm going to have to look at this for myself. Mm. And when I started to look at things for myself, I started to get a different perspective okay. on things. Mm. So it came to the end of me being at, at the Faith Mission in Edinburgh. And I went to Nazarene Theological College in Manchester, England, okay. to do my degree in, degree in theology so that I could investigate things for myself. Now, what I wanted was to, and this is just how I thought of it, was to be closer to God than anyone. You could build a really tall tower. <laughs> <laughs> and I decided I was going to follow the, the, the truth of my investigations wherever they would go. What I didn't realize was that this was going to actually lead me out of the church, yeah. Um, which is what eventually eventually happened. And by the time I had completed my degree, I, I was no longer an evangelical. Mm, yeah. um, af- after that, I somehow ended up enrolled on a, a course to become a priest in the Eastern Orthodox Church, and I still oh, don't know how that happened. <laughs> when I when I realized, yeah. When I realized I sort of bought a whole package once again, huh. uh, I got myself out of that. And then for a long time, um, through deconstruction, for a long time, I was in a, a secularist phase. You know, I would have told everyone as, as, as a, an atheist, as a humanist, as a secularist, yeah. um, I have no time for any of this. Huh. But that didn't sit well with me, with who I am personally. And eventually, I uh, started getting back into theology, but from a, a radical perspective, um, mm. learning from a guy called Don Cupid. You may not have heard of him. He's a he's mm. an Anglican priest, mm. but he's a non-theist, and he, he developed a radical theology of non-realism cool. and then got into pyrotheology. Yeah, yeah, it's, mm. it's really interesting. And then I got into sort of pyrotheology as well, and, and these elements started to come together, and then philosophy, stoicism, and, and sort of reconstructed cool. something different. Um now, the fact that I am sort of become involved in something called Revolution Church <laughs> is is still surprising to me because I would never have thought I, I would I would be involved with anything with the title church yeah. ever again. But and it does it does make me slightly uncomfortable because I was I was talking to someone earlier and who said said to me are you, are you doing that church thing I said well don't don't call it a church yeah I um, that mean. is the title yeah but. But it's, it's not church as in how you too. think of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I, I think what revolution is, I, I think revolution at, at the moment is trying to figure out what it's doing as well. Yes. So that, that's kind of a good, good, good place for me. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, I, I honestly sometimes think constantly, like, could we replace that word church yeah. with something else? Yeah. You know, um, but at the same time, still connecting people to you know what we're yeah. doing you know right well i think i think there is efficacy in it because i think pretty much we all have come from that background so right. there's some fidelity to the background that we've come yeah. from by using the word church you know and uh-huh. it's nice to have that in, in the title it's it's yeah. when it becomes the description of it that's where i start to get uncomfortable mm. um yeah we're gonna rewrite the describe we, it. we're gonna rewrite the um the, the website yeah. too because i think it's Mission very churchy because it's kind of yeah. old you know and rewrite it right, to be yeah, like you know. always, and maybe we should put a question mark maybe it should be revolution church with question a question mark at the I've end always, of church i've always yeah. since day one that i moved to minnesota put church in air quotes 
Revolution Church in Air Force. Oh, that'd be funny. Right. I just had quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Revolution Church. Or just have two fingers. Yeah. yeah. Revolution <laughs> Church in Air Quotes. Yeah. It, yeah. Know, now that you say that, when I was talking to that girl earlier, I think I actually did say it's a church in inverted commas. I think I think I remember saying that there. So we're kind of on the same page. Yeah, there, yeah, you know? yeah. That's what might be a great idea. Uh-huh. Commas yeah. on the side of church. Uh-huh. Cool. I've literally been saying, like, that's like one of the first ideas I have is like, really more like it's kind of a church kind of, you know and honestly we you know honestly years ago what happened was is when we got our 501c3 here in the states that would you know we had to be a religious organization they wanted yeah, us to yeah. be a church uh-huh. And so the guy who helped us get it, he's like, well, you are going to be Revolution Church, correct? Because before that, mm-hmm. we were just Revolution or Revolution Ministries or whatever. Yeah. And so it was yeah. like, okay, we'll do church. I like the idea of, um, you know, recl- reclaiming Christianity and, and uh, deciding to, you know, engage with Christianese to whatever degree is artistically effective yeah. you know, or poetically yeah. uh, <laughs> poetically. Uh, worthwhile well it's like yeah it's like um, a zizek with communism you know yeah <laughs> we need him well that's kind of the sort of that guy don cupid i was talking about his whole thing is um appreciating religion as a, as a human creation um he wrote a book called the sea of faith and that 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 book was about you know the, the ebb of the tide of, of faith ebbing out but coming back as with a different understanding whereby we understand Christianity as something which we have constructed to enable ourselves to engage in uh, spirituality. Sure. So, um, it's it, it. I think, in a sense, for some of us in revolution, anyway, we're we're, we're trying to do that same thing. We're trying to uh, take the, the Christianity Christianity that that is there and and, and reengage with it in yes. a, a, a maybe a more synthetic manner, in the sense that we're, we're trying to. Uh, place it um, somewhere where, that we can actually do something with it, you know, as a as a maybe as an art form, you know, appreciate it as a human creation and use it. So I don't I don't think it's necessary to throw everything away, you know, yeah. that comes from the the Christian background, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Should probably use this as a transition into our kind of wrap up question. Okay, um, which is you know generally. Uh, looking to you, Ray, for a bit of advice, looking for uh, any critique you might have, um, any insight you might have, um, you know, anything that maybe we're doing well we could do more of, or anything that we could do better at, you know, maybe we see an effort that we could, uh, refine, or maybe something entirely new that we could try, um, what, if, do, do you have any suggestions for us as a as a semi church? Besides giving um, Pete Rollins credit, because I refuse to do it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, know, I noticed I, I noticed some of the guys I've been talking about uh, getting music involved, yes. and there has been comments that that, that would be triggering for people. And uh, to be honest, the, the the wrong type of music probably would be triggering. For me, I still listen to the Christian bands I used to listen to, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. you know, but within the context of a church situation, it, it could be triggering. Yeah. But I definitely think um, Revolution could do with getting different uh, art forms involved in some way, not just music, you yeah. know, visual arts and things like that as well. Um, yeah. just, just 
just to, not not necessarily you know as part of the service or around the edges of it, just to try and create a bit more dynamism around the the, the community. Because um, at the minute we have the the dialogue, yeah. but we can take that dialogue and we we could do something artistic with it to sort of represent what we're talking about, what we're thinking about, yeah. how we're mm-hmm. feeling, the to represent the uh, the interaction of the of the different perspectives. And that's one of the things that I like about Revolution is that there are so many different perspectives. Yes. And you know, art would be a good way of sort of representing that. Now, I have no clear idea of what sort of art I'm talking about, but I definitely think it would be worth trying to mm. sort of pursue some sort of artistic expression yeah. of uh, what Revolution's trying to do. Yeah. yeah. I'd love that. I'd love if we could encourage some of our artist friends to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have decided that I, I'm more of an artist than a theologian or anything like that. You know, that my my minute, like, I just see it as art now, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah, yeah, how I look at, like, yeah. you know, playing other Bible, other books of the Bible against other books of the Bible. And, and, and you know, or, 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 or like, you know, yeah, I'll read Hegel and get something great out of that. But, yeah, I'll also read a book on Stiff Little Fingers or I'll see Star yeah. Wars, you know what I mean? And I'll think that, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, how can I continuously develop? Or like, I've been watching these documentaries on hip hop. You know, it's like, how do you mm-hmm. just take these life experiences and intertwine them and use them as part of what we're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, just almost as like yeah, finding, yeah, yeah. you know, like the, the, those artists who just would find stuff and just make art out of it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, I'm just found trying art. to do like found Found sermons. Found sermons or found theology, you know. Found theology. That might be a good net title, oh. by the way. Um, <laughs> sorry, oh. we're, we're thinking of a podcast. Yeah, we have a new podcast. Um, right, okay, good. So, um, yeah. yeah, magic. Magic's happening right all around us. Uh. So, um, we're not going to talk, you know, just what do you do for fun? You know, I mean, I, and I ask this just because I think, you know, the congregation members, we, you know, we all talk about all sorts of shit. You know about yeah, yeah. theology and stuff and politics and stuff and and um, but like, what do you do for fun? Do you watch football well, or go to the pubs? Like oh, when no, it's no, not, not COVID nineteen. But it's not. I usually I, I do judo, um, but obviously the uh, the virus has shut all the clubs down. Okay. So at the minute there's there's no judo on at the moment. But that's that's my sport. I don't follow football. I follow rugby. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if you get much rugby over there. Well, yeah. We know rugby. Uh, but... I watch rugby. Yeah, it's, that's a man's sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. So is judo. So is judo. Yeah, a lot of ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, but the virus has shut us down. So at the at the minute, I'm just running and lifting weights and keeping myself taken over. Cool. But you're holding up, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All good. All good. good yeah. Mate. No, I, yeah. Good. Yeah. Have you ever had to use judo in self defense on the streets? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Damn. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'll come. I'm coming soon. I'll, and as soon as that, as soon as they let me come, sneak attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Pete Rollins <laughs> is actually in Belfast right now. So you could just find him and kick his yeah. ass. That would be fine by me. And then you could use your judo. <laughs> Yeah, just he just he has it coming. <laughs> trust me, he doesn't need to punch back or anything. It, trust me, he's he's already at run. He deserves it. <laughs> and just at the end, right. though, you have to be like, Jay sent me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Jay yeah. Baker says, "Hello, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Where's your degree now?" <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, sorry. He's a bastard and my best mate. Um, well, man, I, I'm glad we got to connect. I'm, I'm glad we got to talk. I am honestly trying the best I can to get out to Belfast. I've got like a, a ticket and I've had to yeah. cancel twice. Yeah. Because I was going to come in October mm-hmm. as well. What a bummer. And then I had to cancel that yeah. because of the COVID. Mm. And uh, sure. me and Pete, were, I was going to come out, but then I realized, I'd one, I don't think they'll let Americans in right now. And two, I'd have to to be in a place for two you weeks. You have to quarantine? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be fine if it was with Pete, because mm. we'd have a hilarious time. You know, that's a peep show. But yeah, whatever. Um, oh, I love, I love, did you say peep show? Yeah. Yeah, I love Peep Show. Oh, me too. It's my favorite British comedy. Me I love too. Peep Show. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, classic. And uh, yeah. that's like me and Pete are the El Dude brothers. So <laughs> Pete's Mark, by the way. Just, right. you know. Okay. I'm Jez. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm a musician. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's our show. Well, um, thanks for, what time is it there? It's, uh. It's quarter past nine. Quarter past nine. Oh, it's three. Nine fifteen. Yeah, it's three fifteen here. Well, mate. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Yes, yes. And uh, yes, thank you, thank you. And if you can think of any art ideas it. or any artists, yeah. send them our way. I mean, I, I mean, God, there's so many amazing Local. artists in Belfast. Yeah, that's. I mean, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the. You know, what is that big purple sh- building with all the art people in it? You know, the like the. It's like a Big purple building. I don't know if it's purple. It's all sorts of colors. It's it's where all the artists have their. There's a place where all the artists have their play their st- studios and studios in Belfast. I don't know. I can't think of the name. There's a couple uh, places like that, but okay. anyway, I'll I'll send okay. it to you later and show you. It's it's you know okay. This is the one guy, yeah. one guy does like puts TVs on people's heads and did all the bathroom oh, yeah, art yeah, yeah. in the black box. That sounds dangerous. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Godzilla coming through Ulster, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm like a Belfast nerd, man. Like that's the, Americans are the worst. Once they get a little taste of Belfast, you just kind of fall in love with yeah. it, and then start to claim it as your own. And it's like, I, I, I mean, me and Pete are going to do a talk about about the troubles, and, and we're starting it out with like, here's the one thing I know more about than Pete: <laughs> the troubles. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I went out and bought, like, as soon as I visited, I went out and bought every book I could on the Troubles. Nice. I was like, holy shit, Hold I love this room. place. But, uh, well, thanks, okay. mate. Stay safe. And, Cheers. Uh, keep me up. Thanks, po- boys. Keep me posted. Yes, thanks, boys. See you later. See you. Cheers. Bye. See you. Bye. We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. If you enjoyed this show, you might also like another post-Christian podcast. Everyone's Autonomous with Marie de la Font. Culture tells me that, you know, just do school and then do work and then do die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was supposed to be enough. Like the I trusted mm-hmm. my education to give me the most important tools to yes. understand the world 
and to contribute to the world and honestly engage with the world and be prepared for the world. And I'm coming to the realization that one, it did not. Mm-hmm. That was a post-Christian podcast. <laughs>